If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the weekend of June 23, this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest serving of technology delivered straight to your eardrums. And this week we start that serving with a nod to how audio is changing. Depending on what you listen to and how you go about listening to it, the world can sound very different. If you listen to the world using the earbuds that came with your phone, it's very likely that you have to turn up your phone to match, a pet peeve of this reviewer and many like him. Not everyone needs to do this, but some of us will go right out and try to block the world without turning up the sound to counter it. This week, the Danish audio engineers at Bang & Olufsen have announced a new pair of earphones that aims to block out the outside while still keeping things slim and simple, and you'll find this in the B&O E4. Designed to take on the brand that is practically the kings of noise cancellation, and that would be Bose, B&O's E4 pack in what is basically technology from their wireless H9 Big Brothers, a pair of headphones that normally retails for around 800 bucks or so, but drops it into a small in-earphone package for close to half of that. The price isn't the only obvious difference, with the E4 being wired, not wireless like the H9s, but they are very small, and in our initial tests with the earphones, they offer good sound and isolation too. We'll have more to come with a full review in the next few weeks, but for now, you'll find the Bang & Olufsen E4 noise-cancelling earphones in stores. Now, Bang & Olufsen treats its earphones rather like a work of art. In fact, it does that for most of its products. And it's not the only brand to apply that design-led focus. This week, Samsung launched a new TV to the Australian market that was all about design, with a rather intriguing new model called The Frame. Leave your finger quotation marks at the door because they're not really needed here. What the frame basically is, is a large 55 or 65 inch television designed to be wall mounted so it can showcase art to the world or basically your home or office. Now we need to stress that this TV isn't just a massive digital photo frame because honestly that's what we thought it was going to be before we saw it. A little different, this is basically a 4K Ultra HD TV that has been engineered to act as a window to the world of art when the TV is off. Yep, you heard that right, because when Samsung's frame TV is switched off, the screen switches over to show off an image just like it were a piece of art. Similar to how Amazon's Kindle can show images when they're off, you know, the ebook reader, the frame shows images, and while these can be one of your own works of family photo art, they can also be one of the hundred artwork images Samsung's frame ships with. As for the frame TV, it's a more interesting concept than you might expect, and not just because it has the muted look of a piece of art, it's also because of the technology inside, with a sensor that can detect ambient light and change the brightness to match, and this is all while the TV is remarkably off. We're told it will consume 30% of its electricity when it's in this not-quite-off mode, and if enough people leave the room, the screen will actually properly switch off, not just this image mode, it will actually well and truly switch off. All up, it's an intriguing look at where mounted TVs are going, and not a thoroughly expensive one either, starting at $32.99 for a 55-inch piece of art, I mean a TV, oh, art, look, you get what we mean. Another concept that's close to art this week is that of a phone, and while we're a little late with this, we really need to get this review out. You see, a few weeks ago, in one of the first rap episodes we recorded, we gave high praise to a new phone from Samsung, the Galaxy S8. It's not just a good phone, it's a great phone, and competing against it is a phone that made its way out before Samsung's arrived, and that's LG's G6. This week, we have finally put it through the picker trials and found out if LG's 2017 flagship is worth the cash the company wants you to pay. And long story short, it 
probably isn't. While the $1,000 price isn't all that unusual for a high-end phone, and LG's G6 does come with many of the trimmings you might expect, like a big 5.7-inch screen, fast 4G, two cameras, metal body, and water resistance, the G6 is a phone that doesn't come off feeling wholly unique for the company. And that's surprising, given that it's always found a way to incorporate a unique feature almost every time it's had a phone release. We'll try to remember it exactly. Uh, let's see if we can do this. Okay. The G2 had 24-bit audio support. It was one of the first phones to do that. The G3 had rear buttons. The G4 upped the materials to leather on the back. And the G5, the one that came before this one, not only sported dual cameras, it also offered an ecosystem of accessories and a replaceable battery that allows you to change the form of the phone very quickly. But the LG G6 offers none of that, and the version of Android LG has opted for really tries to be an iPhone, something we've not seen LG attempt in the past. In short, as good as the G6 is technically, it lacks that pow, that pizzazz, that, that wow factor that makes you choose one phone over the other. It's not a bad phone, it's just not remarkably special, and by the way, the cameras need work too. We've reviewed a lot of phones in the past year, and Pika has this week been around for that long, uh, a year, can you believe it? Well, we've been around for a year, happy birthday to us. But there are a lot of devices worth considering, and with 2017 shaking up to be a big deal for smartphones, especially with the 10th anniversary of the iPhone coming up, we'd advise you to look around before betting on the LG G6. Hey, knowing LG, there'll probably be another variation in Australia by the time the new iPhone flies in around September. And speaking of flying in, one last set of stories from one of our favourite toy makers, as Sphero, that I can never pronounce that right, joins the world of Spider-Man. Yes, it seems like only yesterday we saw the robotic toy maker of Star Wars' rolling ball droid BB-8 enter another Disney property and make something for Cars 3. But here we are again with a toy made for yet another Disney-connected movie, this time Marvel's Spider-Man Homecoming. A little different than your typical robot, Sphero's take on Spider-Man is more like a desk companion and yet also kind of a little like Pokemon Go, with the robot able to talk to you and quote-unquote sense when bad guys are near. So you can bundle him up and you can fight the invisible bad guys, freeing up your conscience and, you know, saving a day, something like that. While designed by Sphero, its Spider-Man robot isn't technically a robot, though, in the same way other Sphero robots are, because this one doesn't really move. In fact, it, it honestly doesn't move at all. Instead, it sits on your desk and uses a microphone and a connection to your phone to work out what's going on, telling you when the spider sense is tingling, because it's time to grab Spidey at that point and go battle the bad guys, the invisible bad guys that you can find. At $249, it's not the cheapest little toy, but it's one that could essentially make a game like Pokemon Go a little more physical. Because in a way, the Spider-Man toy takes the digital app experience world and applies it to the real world, waiting for you to experience it by stepping in and getting amongst it. It's not the only big news from Sphero this week, as the company spins off and makes a new division for a new kind of robot. If there's one constant in Sphero's robots lately, it's that the company is generally producing toys, and if we're honest, toys branded by Disney. Star Wars, Cars, Spider-Man, that sort of thing, you, you get where it's going. Under its Misty Robotics division, Sphero's creators will instead focus on robots designed to help us in our lives, basically building droids that can help at home and improve our lives at work. It's a far cry from the toys Sphero is making now, and even seems removed from the educational robots the company makes at the moment, but we're keen to see what it can come up with, because wouldn't it be nice if you had someone to help you in your daily chores? Turns out that Jetson world isn't too far off. 
It won't be this week though, because we've run out of time all the same, and we don't have a time travelling device so we can't go into the future to see what that Jetsons world looks like. Tune in next week for more news and reviews spoken by a human, not a droid, that's me, and in as short a time as we can possibly do it. Until then, have a great week. Oh,